Hello, 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 everyone. Here we are again with another episode of Diary of a Professional. This is Ashley. Lou here. And we have the amazing Lashina Williams, who is a lawyer um, who is in Maryland. And we're going to talk about stress-free divorce, okay? The ways and tips to it. And before we get into all of that, let's get into our moment of gratitude. Let's discuss what we're grateful for. and. How are you feeling, Marlou? <laughs> I I'm feeling I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling like so, you know, I feel like I'm a creature of habit mm-hmm. and like I find comfort in the things that I know, but I had to float to like another unit and I really don't like leaving my home unit even with all its madness. It's like, you know, the devil you know. But I had such a good time. And I almost, and I didn't realize how many people I knew and like, they saw me, I saw them. We were happy to see each other. It's like, it's not so bad. You know what I mean? So it was like a nice little getaway, if you will. I didn't, I did the minimum and it was like, (laughs) I'm not used to that. We're always on the go on my unit. So it was like nice to kind of have a mini vacation at work and catch up with people and I was even able to read. It was just like, yes. Oh, you had a good shift. (laughs) No, I did. No, I did. did. You had a a good shift. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, kudos to that. And I will say that many people do know you. Okay. Even outside of that. (laughs) I'm just giving you a tidbit. I I can be in a corner and mind my business, but apparently I don't. You're famous. (laughs) I could be in a whole (laughs) nother. I'm embellishing, but you know how I could be working at a whole nother hospital and I'd be like, oh, I have a friend at, at such and such hospital. And they're, they're like, oh, what's the name? I could just give your name. And they're like, oh, I know that. I know that nurse. And I'm like, I know not that. too many Marlou's running around, but yes, that part too. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I'm happy you had a good shift. I did. I did. I guess I am just grateful for how people look to me to teach them. Mm. That makes sense. Yes. It's been an honor and privilege lately for people to say, hey, I heard great things about you. Can you be my preceptor for X amount of time? Mm -hmm. And I'm at these days. (laughs) It's so funny how I'm bringing that out. I'm like, who knows me? (laughs) Who referred you to me? But um, (laughs) it's been uh, great that um, I've been someone who um, can really guide future nurses into where they want to go. And um, I guess have a good name out there. So that's good. good That just speaks to your integrity, your skill, your experience. And your demeanor, because there's people who can be an encyclopedia and nobody wants to go talk to them. This is true. So this, this is true. Yeah. Yeah. Do Very. people even know what encyclopedias are? That's a good question for the viewers. <laughs> and um, Am I, I don't even know what's after Gen Z. Um, I'm not too sure if they would uh, appreciate an encyclopedia. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. You can be Google. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they know a lot about articles and yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Encyclopedia, mm. not so much. I don't think I so. like it. But tell us, Lashina, tell us what you're grateful for this past week. Okay, so I thought about it, 
And I am grateful for a well-timed pivot. And what I mean by that is a drastic change can initially freak you out. But then once you sit down and you settle into it, like this is this is great news. Really? You know, I can make this work. This is amazing. And so I am grateful for well-timed pivot. Um, you don't have to necessarily be afraid of change. Uh, change can really be what you need to bring in the new year. So that's where I'm at. Love that. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Not just a pivot, but just like a timely pivot. I love that. <laughs> and it's and it's crucial. You always need to know when is that time to just, um, yeah, pivot. I like that. And then you just got to flow with it once it hits. Once yeah. you, once you're, once you can't like go halfway into it. If yeah. we're just going to embrace this change, let's go all the way. Mm-hmm. You know, feel it when you're in it. Listen, and in no time, you're going to be like, why was I doing that for so long when I could have been doing this? Exactly. Exactly. So right now that's where I'm at. A well-timed pivot. Good for you. Uh, I love that. Um, so let's get into our topic for today. So we're going to talk about tips and ways of a stress-free, a stress-free, excuse me, divorce. And mm-hmm. before we get into that, I just we just want to ask you, who or what inspired you to get into the legal field, first and foremost? So I feel like it's going to sound cliche, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you ask eighty percent of Black lady lawyers what inspired them to get into the legal field. They're probably going to say Maxine Shaw from Living Single. The Maverick. They're, the they're Maverick. All going to say it. They're all going to say it. She was just so sharp, intelligent, direct, cutting, cunning, well-dressed. Yeah. And she just, she was the person who's like, I want to be that. I want to be yeah. sharp. I want to come in and knowing I got this. And she was the inspiration for me. Mm. I must say, I enjoyed watching her. They're all talking about it. This is why representation matters. I love that. I still watch it today. I think I watched it this morning. (laughs) (laughs) And then I don't know if I'm dating myself. (laughs) You good? No. Well, you're you're fine here. (laughs) You're fine here. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. And what made you want to go into the practice of divorce? So for me, I always felt like the statistics for marriage are, are not that great, right? They're not. And knowing that, I feel like it's important for people to have someone that can understand where they're coming from, their cultural background, guiding mm. them through the divorce process. I think that a lot of the times, especially in the DMV area where I practice, there are a lot of professionals who feel like Yes, they're going through a divorce and they want to have somebody who understands their relationship dynamics, their family dynamics, and how that can play a role in the divorce or a custody issue, even if that's not necessarily what's in front of the judge. So I always felt like it would be important to be somebody that can help guide people like me. Like If I so happen to go through a divorce, I would want somebody like me to help me through that process, if that makes sense. So that's kind of why I've always wanted to do it. Yes. I'm like, I don't know why I just had a flash of like waiting to exhale and Bernie and her lawyer. (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm just going to, 
<laughs> I'm gonna let my intrusive thoughts go you back in. Maybe watch that movie tonight. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, people look at TV and think, you know, a certain thing of the law. But can you tell us what the actual like proceedings, you know, divorce proceedings look like? So it's different for different people. Right. But for the most part, at least in Maryland, most of what happens at like a hearing, all the prep work happens before this hearing, whether it's a two hour hearing, a five day hearing. It's sort of like, and I like to think of it, and it's probably not the best way to rephrase it, like a circus. And as an attorney, you're the ringleader of that circus. And the goal is to make sure that the show you're presenting, the case you're presenting, it's all cohesive and coherent to a judge. So to a person that's kind of a part of the show, it could all look like chaos. It looks like chaos, even when it's completely not chaotic. But as an attorney, my goal is to make sure that even if it looks like chaos to you, that it doesn't look like chaos to a judge so that you can get as much of what you're requesting as possible. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. That answer the question. Yeah. And also kind of like, you know, I always feel like we hear like irreconcilable differences, right? So what are the grounds for a divorce? Like what can you actually, I guess, petition to a judge to say, this is the reason that I want to be divorced. Okay. So in every state is different. Okay. Mm -hmm. And until last October in Maryland, we didn't have irreconcilable differences. It was everything but the kitchen sink. It was adultery. It was, you know, cruelty of the spouse, vicious conduct, one year separation, just problems. So many problems. Okay. I've got stories. It's just nuts. You can still bring up those problems now, but irreconcilable differences is really just, judge, we don't, we don't want to be married anymore. We shouldn't be stuck with each other. So mm. coming from a state where everybody might have always had irreconcilable differences, this is a breath of fresh air because sometimes even if your spouse is doing whatever in South America or contracting whatever with someone else or they've got baby scares or any number of things, that might not be enough to prove adultery to your judge. So then right. you're sitting here like, well, we're still married. And then you're upset. Irreconcilable differences is, I just don't want to be married anymore. Please, mm-hmm. and please fix this. And then they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just sit there for three, four days. The judge hearing every awful thing that ever happened to you. And then they still say, well, you took him back after he did all of that. So no. That happens. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it does. Well, it did. Not not anymore. Well, maybe some places, but not here anymore. I I, I can see it. Wow. Mm. Mm. I'm so happy for that shift and change. <laughs> that is no. That is well needed. Some people yeah. just don't need to be together anymore. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes yeah. Like before, right? We had one year separation. That sounds simple, right? But what if you can't afford to leave the house and all your credit is tied up in the house? You hate this person. Y'all haven't been in a, y'all haven't been intimate in three years, but technically mm-hmm. that's not enough to get you divorced. Now you could leave the same house that day with that person still living there and get divorced. So it makes it so that all of my experience with messy, messy things, it's helpful, but not required. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that being said, tell us what is needed for a a divorce <laughs> consultation. You're like, wow. What is needed for a divorce consultation? Like, what are the first steps? So it's always important to kind of understand. It's going to sound crazy, but you want to know as much as possible about the finances and at least know generally what's going on. You don't have to know the like the custody schedule you might want. You don't have to necessarily know that a retirement asset might be marital. You just have to know what is all there so that the lawyer can tell you what pieces are on the board and what your rights are to each of those things and Mm -hmm. consider what your options might be in navigating that. So what, what I think like is important is let's say you're a housewife or house husband, I get both. And you have absolutely no idea how much your spouse makes. You would not, Mm -hmm. how many people have no idea how much their spouse makes in any way, whether they're a housewife or not. I have some guys who come in and say, My wife, she definitely has a job, but I pay all the bills. So I have no idea how much she makes. Right. You want to know how much your spouse makes. You want to know if your spouse has retirement assets. You want to know if you guys got property that's been purchased since you've been married. You have to know all the details about everything, but at least the basics. Like, is it is your husband an employee? Is he a contractor? Is he a business owner? You just need to know the basics of like life really. And then a good divorce lawyer can tell you pretty much almost all your rights from, from that. Mm -hmm. And now let's get a little bit messier Mm -hmm. because I feel like it always gets messy when there's kids involved. Mm -hmm. Um, How, like what tips do you, you know, would you give someone who has children in a divorce? So I think I have a few. Right. So one, one of the major things that I think a lot of people find difficult to kind of deal with, but would make life easier is that your co-parent has equal rights to your child or children. Right. Mm -hmm. They do whatever you want. They probably want to. If you want to know that your child is going, you know, to Gambia. In advance, they probably want to know that too when you do it, right? A lot of people find that they want information, but they don't want to disclose information. But I try Mm. to keep people, well, would you want to find out after the fact that he took your kid out of the country for three weeks? No. So maybe we put that in the terms of your parenting plan. What would you want to know, right? So that they could know the same thing. You know, I think that would make life easier as far as parenting. Um, I also think, so I thought about this question and I think there's like two different ways to deal with it. If you're already separated and if you're not separated, if you're not separated, you have to understand that you're going to have some, some mistakes in trying to come up with the perfect parenting plan. Because if y'all all are living together, somebody has to leave. What y'all initially decide might work, might not work. And you just have to be open to the flexibility of that, right? Mm -hmm. And if you are currently not living together, I think you have to be open to the flexibility of change helping the situation. 
perhaps you don't need childcare if your spouse works from home and they're in the tech industry and they don't really do a whole lot and they can watch a kid and now everybody's got the kids and everybody's happy, right? So it's just about being flexible and trying to give your co-parent grace. I think that would make mm-hmm. it a lot easier for a lot of people, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us, what are some tips to make a divorce like smoother and faster? I mean, divorce is, you know, divorce, but there, you know, there has to be ways to make it just a little bit better, you know? Yeah. Do not check out about the finances. For real. Mm. Housewife, house husband, or husband that takes care of all the bills. That's all cute until things don't work out. Okay. You have to know if your husband has a retirement account, you have to know that you've been signing over, you know, him allowing him being allowed to keep taking withdrawals from all the jobs he keeps leaving. And now y'all got tax debt. You cannot check out. You cannot check out. Do you understand what I mean? And that's a thing. That's a thing. Another thing. Okay. Love is wonderful, right? Love is love. But if you happen to own property, Before you get married, please do not decide to put your spouse on that property. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Oh, no. Now they're getting something. They might still never put any money in it. And now you're tied up in a way that you might not have been tied up before. Right? Had that happen. So love is love. But property is a different situation. Right. Those are my two suggestions. Don't check out. Don't put your partner on on things with don't just don't put your partner on property that you already own and keep as much documentation as possible. You might not know every bank account your spouse has, but if you even know one, we could find out what we need to find out. Okay, (laughs) be aware. Mm. Right. So like those you, you know, speaking of like property and stuff, clearly that was something beforehand. How do you protect maybe assets that you've acquired while you were in the marriage? Prenups. Or do they have, ooh. Mm-hmm. Prenups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, okay. at least in Maryland, it's all family property, right? It's all, if you're employed, your income is marital property. Even if your name is on a bank account, my name's not on a bank account, that money is marital property, Right. Your car, my name might not be on it, marital property. The only way to avoid that is if you have an agreement in advance that says, if it's titled to you, you keep it. If it's titled to me, I keep it. If we put both our names on it, this is what we're going to do with it, right? Even if you do it after you get married, if you do it after you get married, but before things get bad, Mm -hmm. you should do that. Otherwise, that whole pot is just a mess. A mess. It's like insurance. You need that. See, yeah, I think, I think it all, you know, depending on who the person is or what they're coming in with, it feels justifiable to, you know, protect what I worked hard for. But then some people see it like, oh, you're planning for failure. No, I'm planning for like, you know, stress-free divorce if it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're not planning on a car accident. They happen to you, right? Nobody wants to say, 
I think we're going to get divorced. I don't want to say, well, this is my second husband. Can't wait for husband number three. No. <laughs> yeah. To, I would like to keep the house I came with and the retirement. And I don't want to argue with you for fifteen dollars or $20,000 over this because you don't want it. But you're mad that I cheated on you. I, like, like, just make life easier for yourself. Yeah. You got to convince oh, yeah. them. You, you got the ones who don't really want it. There's always a reason. People with the assets are all gung-ho about it. If I come right. in with nothing, I might come out with something. So you just you just got to massage that. And I think because people have to realize they are tailored to what you put in it. It's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not awful. It's not. I keep... I've had very, very, very generous prenuptial agreements. She can have this and she can have that. And if we're married for this long... Then he can have this. I've had super generous ones. I've had ones like, ooh, you shouldn't have signed that. But it depends on who your partner is. Yeah. Right? Mm. And I've been practicing long <laughs> enough that some of those prenups have come back around. And that's like, oh, okay. Oh, she, she, she didn't like that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then what are some common divorce mistakes that people can avoid mm. finding a lawyer that you don't trust just because you mm. heard somebody's good and just because somebody did something well for somebody else that doesn't mean you and that lawyer are going to be on the same page right if mm. you don't like how they're talking to you and you don't like how they explain stuff to you that might not be the lawyer for you, right? They have to be able to explain stuff in a way that's not condescending, patronizing, awful. Lawyers come in all like all kinds of types, but pick one that you can trust because you never want to be halfway through your case and start thinking, I feel like my lawyer's representing the other side, right? Ooh. You don't want to do that. Mm. At that point, trust is gone. You don't want to do that. And mm. if you are thinking about a divorce, even if you don't want a divorce yet, talk to a lawyer to understand your rights. So many people have absolutely no idea what they're entitled to. They listen to their spouse, tell them all kinds of crazy stuff like, yes, we bought this house together since we got married, but you're not getting any of it for whatever reason they make up because they're all in your head because, you know, you've been with them forever. You believe them. They're not exactly neutral, right? Don't believe mm -hmm. anything that your spouse is saying about what you're entitled to. If y'all didn't have a prenup, <laughs> they can just be making everything up, right? Talk to somebody. You don't have to hire them. Just find out what your rights are. And if you hire a lawyer, please don't lie to your lawyer. Please don't magically, oh, I didn't, I didn't tell you about that. Just tell them. The lawyers, most lawyers, have heard everything. We've heard everything. We're not going to judge you. We just can't deal with a situation that we don't know about, right? So I can massage something if I know it's there, but if I'm finding out about it in front of the judge, what am I supposed to do with that? She mm -hmm. said you did what? What am I supposed to do with that? So just tell your lawyer, be honest, and it'll go a lot smoother. I love that. Can you tell us about all the services you provide in Maryland and where the people can find you because you are clearly a wealth of information. And unfortunately, there are going to be people out there who need you. 
So please let us know. So for me, I practice family law in mostly in Montgomery County and Prince George's County, Maryland. And what that means is, is my firm is comprehensive. So if you have a domestic violence case, uh, we will handle that. But if you also have criminal charges related to a domestic violence case, we handle those as well. From divorce to custody to prenups to marital settlement agreements, we help our clients kind of get a hold of their relationship so that they can move forward. So my handle across all social platforms is LM as in Mary W Legal. You can find me on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and even Pinterest. I'm happy to help. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know your thoughts. I hope this was knowledgeable to you all in order to have those tips, just in case you ever need these kind of knowledge to move forward if you're in dealing with a possible divorce. Um, So yeah, let us know your thoughts, everyone. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't have to only be a divorce going into it. So knowing how to set up your marriage so that you feel safe and protected and secure. So we thank you so much, Lashina, for joining us. Please, everyone, comment below, follow her. We will link her and have an amazing day. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Till next time. Bye.